so I'm gonna test my can first can you just like tap on it so I know it's yeah it's that one um so I'll just test it and say what the fuck is up Kyle Welcome back to another episode of Anti-Socialite. I'm your host, Carly Cassidy, and today I have a very special guest, um, Kyle from Kyle from Hinge, actually. <laughs> and um, I met Kyle when he actually is a, a longtime listener to the podcast. I'm just kidding. Like He's listened to an episode. We have a, a five-star rating, uh, <laughs> courtesy of Kyle. Um, because on my hinge prompts, I think one of them, I, I had the, like the background of my like sextortion story where I said like, all I ask is that you don't get like sextorted and have your nude sent to me on Instagram 12 hours before our first date. Um, oh, there we go. First Linus, like wind tunnel, your windmill interaction. Um, and he was interested and I was like, I have a whole podcast episode about it. And he actually listened to it um, and gave some some solid feedback. He said it was the worst thing he ever listened to in his entire life <laughs> um, and to stop making podcasts. Um, and so we're actually here to cancel him today. Um, Great. He doesn't yeah. know that. Um, <laughs> but no. Uh, and then I feel like the, the conversation probably like died out or something. We're just like chatting about, um, I think, like cocaine or something yeah. like I, I really don't know. I have <laughs> half of the time when I have like hinge conversations, I'm like, yeah, me and this guy were talking about feet or like just like random <laughs> things. And I'm like, yeah. And then it, and then it goes nowhere. Um, but I then like three months later popped back into the combo because I had tickets to a comedy show and I was like, this is great. Linus decides to eat whenever I'm recording. That's cool. Um, and I'm actually going to pause so I can, um, I feel like, what was I talking about? Oh, uh, Intro. yeah, the, I had like tickets to a caveat show, um, mm. and everyone was going out of town for the holidays. And so I was like, Hey Kyle, I have an extra ticket to this. And like, you seem like someone who wouldn't like murder me and would also <laughs> laugh at this. Um, but then you were out of town. And so it was, but uh, that is high praise. I will say. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, because I was, I was like, this is someone who would probably like this. Um, and not murder me. Yeah. Great criteria for honestly, a woman though, in New York. <laughs> but, like, there are so many people that you're like, would they? Would... <laughs> I feel like it's, like, literally having a child. And he's like, what is the loudest thing I can bring out? And it's just, like, his revenge. He's so like, we're just, this guy was giving me attention. We're just going to have um, ASMR Linus sounds in the background. Yeah. And hopefully, it, if this conversation doesn't put you to sleep, this might. <laughs> um, but, yeah. And so, I think I got your Instagram. And then I was looking at your Instagram. And then I was like, whoa, you would be a good podcast guest. Because mm -hmm. um, I was, like, scrolling back. And I was, like, I saw, like, BYU. And I was like, mm. oh, the infamous BYU. Um, so I was like, you want to talk about being a Mormon? <laughs> um, but yeah, but no, then we met for coffee and we're like talking about it. So I wouldn't just like interrogate a stranger um, in my living room. Cause also like 
I figured you wouldn't murder me, but like if I didn't know, mm-hmm. then that's also a very dangerous thing to be like, hey, come over to my living room. Um, but yeah, totally. so uh, we're here today and we're going to dive into a lot of, <laughs> I'm, Linus, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to take it away. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, his face. <laughs> Anytime I want to, this is why we can't have nice things, Linus. You just oh he's gonna get so he's gonna get something else. <laughs> just, what else can, can I you get? just go to the other the other room or do something? We're just gonna hope he gets bored, <laughs> takes a nap. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but we have a lot of interesting topics because also I saw that like you do like TikTok stuff and I was like I've already seen some of these like I know mm. know who this is. Um, so I guess we could really probably start from the beginning, but I guess I'll preface it by saying like you're not currently mormon or how does that work like oh is there like an acronym or like anything there is um the official unofficial term is ex-mormon okay um some people in the city have called me a foreman which is not <laughs> not popular in the mormon community but wait um, so it's like former mormon yeah. but it's also like george foreman yeah yeah of. there's you grill a lot but you're also yeah. not a mormon i was anymore. just gonna say they call you a pariah but a um pariah <laughs> I don't know that one. Oh, it's just like a like a religious outcast. I just meant like from like the, oh yeah, like being like if you're like ostracized or anything. Yeah, that too, that too That's, for sure. Yeah, um, so I guess we'll start with just like what is it like to grow up Mormon or where? Because you were saying you grew up not in Utah, and there's like a very big big difference between. Yeah, them. no, it's I think maybe any any Utahns listening won't love this but I grew up in Colorado uh grew up Mormon both my parents are Mormon and most of my family is yeah Colorado is Mormons are different than Utah Mormons in the way that um we're more exposed to the world I would say and Utah Mormons are definitely in a bubble yeah I think I definitely grew up in a bubble, but not as much as Utahns because okay. all my friends growing up weren't weren't Mormon. Okay. And so you get a little bit of more exposure. You get yeah. to like the understanding that, okay, this is weird, but yeah, but we're right. So it doesn't have, matter. <laughs> it's like diversity amongst like white people in suburbia. Yeah. Yeah. And I grew up <laughs> in a very white suburban town, so it felt unique. Yeah. You're like, I'm you're like the minority by being like Mormon. <laughs> yeah. And you feel like discriminated against, which is an awful thing to say, but <laughs> that's their whole, uh, that, is, that is a big part of it is, is victimizing yourself for sure. Yeah. Do you, are your parents still Mormon or like, is your family still? Yeah. My parents are both still Mormon. Yeah. My brother, I have an older brother and he like never was. Okay. And I'm kind of salty about it. Yeah. You're like, why did I like, <laughs> I was like, why didn't you tell me (laughs) any of the history or anything? Yeah. And he was like, I didn't want to, like, make mom mad or anything like that. You're like, but, bro. But, bro, you could have saved me time. I actually, at work this week, because I started a new team, and there was this guy, and he was talking about, like, colleges, and he asked me what college I went to. And I was like, what college do you go to? And he was like, oh, I went to BYU. And I was Mm. like, (laughs) are you a Mormon? He was like, I I grew up Mormon. I'm, I'm not anymore. And I was like... I felt like mm. like Will Ferrell in Elf where he's like, Santa, I know him. Because I was like, I know you. Like, I know one of you. Like, <laughs> I know your like, people. Yeah. <laughs> I 
like, whoa, y'all are everywhere. Um, but yeah, I thought that was funny. Um, and then, so you went to like high school. So what is it like when you have friends that like aren't Mormon and you're Mormon? Like, what are the differences? Is it like they're, were they like drinking alcohol in high school and you're like, sorry guys, I'm going to mountain do it. Like, yeah, I wasn't going to parties. Like that's where I drew the line. Yeah. So a lot of friendships I had were very like at school or at sports or like after school stuff. And then when the weekend came, if it was like a partying thing, I just wouldn't go because I was like, that's where the devil is. That's yeah. what's going to <laughs> be evil temptation. Were you allowed to go to school dances? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. I have a good a good story that I haven't okay. thought about in a while. Freshman year, um, we went, some friends, none of them were Mormon, I think, in my group. Uh, maybe one girl was, but yeah. we went and learned about grinding if you know what that is <laughs> a teenage hormone yeah. induced uh grind sesh at home of coming yeah not good in the eyes of mormonism yeah but definitely i will say engaged in that behavior we'll Uh-oh. say well, just I a little like freshman boy that was like the thing where i just feel like honestly like middle school dances i was even just like why was everyone like <laughs> such a whore and like we're like 11 year old no. there's like a grind train I'm like why is this a th- what about the conga line it's so gross to think about now when you see high schoolers and you're Would like you're you so would... small but now we have so like i went to a catholic high school for like two years and at our homecoming and our dances like the nun would come in and be like make room for the holy spirit <laughs> and like <laughs> people were like making out on the dancers just like what are y'all doing yeah um yeah no we would go to dances felt so much shame and guilt after yeah never grinded again (laughs) to this day um but we also had mormon dances that like the church would put on yeah but i thought more i don't know am i i probably i I didn't even google it i thought mormons like you can't dance i thought that was like no mormons love to dance okay and sober dance too okay so you kind of like you have to be good at, or like you're so bad, but you have to accept mm, that you're so bad. At there would it. be these dances would be held at the church because they have like basketball courts inside the church. Okay, so it's basically like a high school dance. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it's like a high school dance, except like more chaperones. Yeah. Zero grinding, zero yeah. kissing, zero. Lots of the. Did you do like the the Cupid Shuffle? Oh, like Cupid Shuffle hit slide. hard <laughs> what, what at a Mormon would, dance. What would like Mormons do in the Cha Cha Slide? <laughs> they would. They would know every beat to it. They would know every move and every, like, there would be just, yeah. like, 20 lines of kids <laughs> doing it. That, the cha-cha Formation. slide, the Cupid shuffle, the mambo number five. Boy. You, Soldier Boy? Or like... Soldier Boy was never played. Oh, okay. But we enjoyed Soldier Boy. Okay. Just Did not everyone, the dance. Could anyone, like, Dougie? They would play that song. Okay. People would be Dougieing like crazy. Um, also, they would, I remember, they played... I, I don't know if it's Bad Romance by Lady Gaga, oh, whichever one that says red wine, and oh. they cut the music because <laughs> one of the chaperones was like, we shouldn't be talking about this. That's like, I remember in the um, the days of like actually listening to radio songs in your car, mm-hmm. there was that song by, oh God, what's his name? But this is the one where he's like beautiful girls and he says they have me mm, suicidal. Sean Kingston. But yeah, and so the radio, they wouldn't play the word suicidal so the song you would think your car was broken it would be like they had me when you said like it would just like it would just like stop and then it would come back on be like ah okay Mm, like i would not be surprised if the mormon djs were scratching that part for sure that's i'm just trying to think of the concept of a mormon dj i'm trying to think like what their name would be like dj 
was definitely like a a dad that yeah. like <laughs> DJ Sean's dad it was like one of the kids' dads. <laughs> yeah, and he troop leader like Kevin. loved it. Yeah, was were any of y'all like Boy Scouts or is that like not a? Yeah, it was a oh, thing okay. when I was growing up. They've since parted ways. The oh, Mormon okay. Church has. They like supplied, I think, most of the Boy Scouts in the U.S. Yeah. Um, but you know, a lot of stuff came yeah. out and they didn't want their name They're on like, that. They're like, you know, there's no scandal associated with the Mormon church, so we should just, we don't yeah. want to get involved with those, <laughs> those Boy Scout scandals. Yeah. Um, that's wild. Okay. And so then when you graduate high school, it's common to go on like, you have to do a, a mission. Yeah. Some people, so they changed when I was in high school, they changed the age that you go on for men from 19 to 18. Okay. So some kids would go straight after high school. Okay. Some would do like a semester of school. I did a summer and a fall semester. Okay. Um, and then I went in January. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really young. The girls go, I think, at 20 or 19. Okay. It's a different age for them for whatever reason. Do you get to reason. pick where you go or is it kind of like you like put in what you want and then it's like they assign you? You do all these like medical tests and put okay. if you know any languages but you don't get to choose you okay. it's said that the lord chooses or like the <laughs> prophet chooses but really it's, it's just like, like some random dudes in a room yeah. that are like this it's there like, this it makes there. you think of the foreign service when you're like yeah i'd love to be an ambassador and then they're like you're going to <laughs> ethiopia or like, yeah. and then someone's like i'm going to vienna and you're like oh no fun. and it was a flex too like yeah. if you were in state or in yeah in state versus like out of the country yeah like you didn't want to stay here like yeah. you wanted to go somewhere someone's cool. like i got nevada <laughs> no literally and some people get assigned to utah which is yeah you're like who, who's so left like, yeah who, <laughs> you're like knocking on the door of like all the people you went to high school with and you're like hey yeah we had that like uh like a different thing to where people actually got in trouble in certain sororities at my school because there's a lot of like southern baptist and evangelical christians where like girls would try to like befriend younger members in the sorority and like be like yeah let's go get ice cream but then like they would basically be trying to like save them at the <laughs> same time and like get them to like be baptized at the oh, same time and, like no. i just thought she wanted to be like my friend <laughs> yeah that's why mormons are so kind <laughs> it's a tactic yeah and you were saying because you went you went out of the country. Yeah, so I went to Brazil. Okay. Um, Were you flexing on everyone? You're like, I was flexing. I was flexing. No, actually, we they send a lot to Brazil. Okay. Brazilians are like, I love them, but yeah. easy target for Mormonism. Oh, no. In a way, because they're just so, like, loving and accepting, yeah. and they're already, like, bought into the whole Christian thing. Yeah. So it's just, like, next step. Sir, can you not? He's possessed by the devil. This is the <laughs> devil working through him. Um, Cute devil. Yeah, he likes attention on him at all times. Sorry, bless you. <laughs> um, that's wild. And yeah, because like Brazil, I'm thinking Rio, Rio, they have like the big Jesus statue. Yeah, no, yeah. Brazilians are like inherently very Christian. Yeah. And they, they love Mormonism yeah. because it's like... Mormons like come in, build these like big, beautiful churches, and yeah. it's like the biggest, most beautiful building in the whole city of yeah. each of the cities. Like and so people the, are like, "Yeah, I want to be part of this in, like, American of religion." That's crazy! Wow. And did you learn any Portuguese when you were there? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely got fluent by the end of it. 
I feel like I'm losing it now, but because yeah. there's obviously not as many opportunities yeah. to speak. But yeah. yeah, Brazilians love them, love their culture. That's so fun. I remember the one thing you were saying was that they like don't let you talk to your family when you're doing yeah. that. They like <laughs> they've they put caps on contact. <laughs> they put caps on family contact because yeah. that's too distracting. They've changed it a lot now, but yeah. when I was on my mission back in my day, they like. They um, basically let you email your parents once a week. Okay. Um, very high tech. Let them know you're still alive. Yeah. And then you could call your parents twice a year on Mother's Day and okay. Christmas. Which, yeah, shout out to <laughs> They're the They're like moms. Father's Day. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you guys. <laughs> we um, don't like the daddies. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I know this is like a patriarchal religion, but um, we're not going to give any more shout outs. Yeah, they um, do little things like that to make yeah. it feel women-centric. Yeah, I did like, because then I was getting, you know, the entrepreneur in me was like, wow, you could really like target more like Mormon families for like those AI phishing scams where oh, they like yeah. sound, you're just like, hey mom and dad i'm here in brazil i'm trying to baptize people and i got kidnapped send me all this money because you wouldn't like you're not supposed to talk to them very often literally Um, no it's so true and now that they all have smartphones and can make phone calls i feel like it's so easy to my parents would fall for that my mom would my grandparents actually got a call once from someone that claimed to be my brother and they knew like where he went to school all this stuff um, but my grandma was like, it didn't sound like him. Mm. Um, but it was just wild. It was wild. No, They're like, so I'm scary. on spring break and I got like lost all this stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's um, so then when you go to BYU, um, and for, for reference, you went to the Utah one. So we're not going to, we're not half-assing it and going yep. to, to the other ones. No um, Idaho, no Hawaii. Yeah. Crazy that they need three, but yeah. 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 I mean, it, I feel like there's. There's a lot of Mormons. There's a lot of, even like state school, schools, they do that a lot where they have like them in different major cities. Um, but yeah. then there's usually one, like if you go to UT Austin versus UT mm. Dallas, people are like, what is that one? Yeah. And people um, flex going to Provo versus Idaho. Yeah. What is it like on campus or like, what do people do for fun? Like if you're not, dr- not, I'm not like one of those people who's like, what do you do for fun if you're not drinking? But like, what did people like, did they just like party with out alcohol or like were people just having a lot of bonfires, roasting a lot of mallows. All of the above, yeah. They love their bonfires really? out in Utah. Yeah. That's Because you're right next to the mountains, so you have okay. the canyons to drive up. Um, there's obviously a lot of skiing and hiking and yeah. outdoor stuff. But, like, there's, um, there is a lot of parties, a lot okay. of strictly sober parties. Yeah. Maybe people are showing up drunk, but like 95 percent of the like party is sober yeah and like there's djs out there there's mm-hmm. music it's not people's parents though this time it's, it's like, not it's yeah, like your it's, buddy who <laughs> thinks he's like really good yeah it's your buddy that like bought the huge set, set for a thousand dollars and Gosh. also does finance that's funny my my big question is so because you were saying like before you go like you're not allowed to date until you're like 16 or 16. something but then they're like once you come back from your mission they're like, you need to like find someone now yeah. how do people like get the confidence to go up to girls in college sober like i don't understand how that like were there a lot of like awkward introductions or is it just kind of yeah. like 
Ooh, by the soda. It's like blind Punch confidence, cold. I feel okay. like. Yeah. And I sort of miss it sometimes <laughs> now where I'm like, oh, sh- like shit. I have like, <laughs> I need a shot before I can like talk to women. And I'm like, how did I do yeah, it back I... in the day? I think, yeah, I think just like without the reliance, you just have yeah. more confidence when yeah. you don't need to rely on it, which is a good thing, I yeah. guess. But, um, but yeah, dating's a huge thing in Provo. The dating culture yeah. is very weird. There's a lot of weird men. Do people go on date? Is it like people go on like one date and they're like, okay, we're dating now. Or like, we're like in a real, this is like, or, or is it like. I wouldn't say one date, but I would say they'll go on one date and then like go on two more dates that same week and then okay. be like, and then all of a sudden hanging out every single day. And within a couple weeks, oh they're like, okay. yeah, we're dating now. Gotcha, gotcha. And like it does move very quick. Yeah. And like if you're not on the ball, you might miss the Do girl. A lot of people get engaged or even like married while they're still in college, like before they graduate. Oh, m- yeah. Most people like oh. the whole funny saying at BYU is uh, if you don't graduate with a ring, like yeah. you get your tuition back. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and like man. that was a big part of when I graduated felt like you're like oh my god so old you're like i am like 85 in mormon years no exactly but is it something where like your friends kind of like pity you or they kind of like it's okay like it'll happen (laughs) for you one day oh yeah i mean they still do you're like like, you're like a spinster at (laughs) at like 27 yeah they're like because it it does get in that world it does yeah. get daunting because your options are sort of limited because <laughs> so everyone's like literally paired up i feel like that's what yeah. people have in new york when girls are like well if you don't find someone by like 33 then those people are gonna be married and then like the options and i'm like yeah you just wait for the first divorce like you just <laughs> yeah and people get married so quick they get engaged quick yeah engagement still has been such a like culture shock to me here where oh because like, you'll be engaged last, like, for like two years and then they'll break up <laughs> yeah engagements in mormon world is like three months in the wedding yeah how do they plan weddings so fast like utah has the market for it yeah. they have enough venues they have enough like they must caterers make... like they're pumping out yeah. money the economy wedding of utah is so fascinating so wealthy oh yeah and photographers that's like a huge thing in utah is to like become a photographer for weddings my the one thing i always think of is there i don't know what post malone song it is (laughs) but he's the one where he says Mm, like everyone mormons love this song oh just like like all the like all his clubs or whatever yeah (laughs) Yeah. he Uh, bought a house in utah yeah and all the like like, high schoolers yep and he built a raising canes the high schoolers were like flooding his house oh my god and the cops had to like y'all are like you know he's like not very um (laughs) like i feel like that you would think that he is like the devil yeah no they're very two-handed excuse me sir can you stop squeaking your rotisserie chicken (laughs) oh maybe maybe (laughs) you looking at me (laughs) he's so ridiculous um okay did you end up like dating at all in college yeah so I dated a few girls definitely dated some girls that I was like yeah I'm gonna marry this yeah. girl like I <laughs> hate it but I do like fall in love I guess if that's the right term easy yeah or fall into obsession I would say is more accurate but um yeah you get really blinded and when that's your goal and that's like 
the thing you're focused on is yeah. marriage and eternal marriage as they say it um yeah but none of those relationships worked out as you yeah. can see oh no don't feel bad i'm like i'm gonna i'll have like a little sound effect that's just like no i'm just kidding i want i really want like one of those little things where you can like push the button and have sound you gotta get a soundboard there so i had one friend growing up and like i honestly feel like so her family didn't have that much money but i feel like we had the most fun because we Mm -hmm. would do like like we would have like spitball fights in her house because her brother was like probably like four years older and so we would have like spitball wars with like straws and stuff and like he would have us go on like this website it was like e-bombs world and we would prank call like because they would have sound boards but it would be like celebrities so they had like the one from napoleon dynamite and he'd be like is pedro there and we would like literally call like taco bell and push it and they'd be like one moment please and we're like whoa wait and there was like a Jack Black one and you'd call McDonald's and you'd be like ordering and he was like, take two chicken nuggets and shove them up your butt. Like all these things. <laughs> and we were like, oh my God. But it was free fun. Um, but yeah, now I want like one of those soundboards where I can have like special. I love a good sound. prank call. It used to be I so fun. Like caller ID really ruined. Yeah. I feel like you can't do like no. the star six, seven <laughs> thing anymore because no one answers yeah. calls. No one. Like, the scammer calls. Yeah. The scammers ruined it for pranking. Uh, makes me so mad. I actually had. <laughs> i had a guy on hinge that was like oh like here's my phone number we can like find a time to like why is i swear um he's like text me and we can like find a time to go like look at these like houses or something because he was like there's a lot of cool houses on by the met that have like stories and so i just got like really really busy and then i didn't want to like text on to be like hey i like can't do anything for like four weeks um so i just like didn't or i was like holding off on it but i wasn't like intentionally ghosting Mm -hmm. But I got a message from him then when I'd opened the app that was like, I had like one of those spam ladies like phishing texts that text me and I thought it might be you, but it was just like a scam. <laughs> and he goes, but he goes, I thought it might be you, but alas. And oh. I was just like, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean like, it's the, like those like crypto Bitcoin things or yeah. Have you, uh, not a prank, but have you yeah. ever like sent voice memos back and forth on Hinge? Because I feel so um, uh, nervous by that. No, I've gotten a voice memo before. And sometimes I just want to do it like the TikToks where you just send like stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to have a voice prompt and then it, I got bored with it. And then everyone was like, <laughs> don't have voice prompts or whatever. Um, and then I'm trying to think what else. I did have one time I thought I was being scammed or like I was talking to a robot, but it was actually like um, an army recruiter because he was saying like, oh like whatever to join the army and i was like i thought you guys don't let women in and he was like what (laughs) and he was like saying all stuff and i was like but you guys don't let women and he was like what are you talking about and i and then i was like oh this is like a person and so i was like playing along with it and i was like on a scale of one to ten how similar would you say the army is to the disney channel original movie cadet kelly Mm -hmm. and he was like uh not he's like i haven't seen it so i can't say but like (laughs) it's fun and then i was like well i'm I need to know the odds of like it's a boat. <laughs> I was like, I'm afraid of the open water. Like I need to know the odds that like the boat won't sink. And he's like, I can't promise you that, but like the odds are very low. And I was like, I think I will stick to emotional triggers over real triggers. Like, thank you. And I found him on LinkedIn No. and I was like, Oh, this is like a, this is like I'm literally really like a, like a 26 year old human. That's like in Missouri, like having to text oh. people. Um, I mean, but it was recruiters, man. That's yeah. a, that's a character. Right Did there. they ever, they ever come to your schools? Like in Utah, like high school? Um, yeah, they would come 
I feel like they would come with the pull-up bar yes. maybe and like yes. be like if you can do pull-ups Dude, you should join the army we which used is to have, crazy criteria we used to have that happen and like all the like the scrawniest kid would go up there and like <laughs> really try and it would just be like so sad you know like his friends just like egged him on and you're like oh yeah God. meanwhile i'm over there getting just like the automatic um, we had to do like the fitness pacer, like Graham. Yes. And I would just get the one push up that they give you. Cause they like have to give you one. Like even if you're like, cause they make you start down. I'm like, well, that's not fair. That all those testings were so wild. George Bush just making us, putting <laughs> us through the I fitness. I saw one, uh, on Instagram literally yesterday. It was like, why did George Bush think this was like, why did he make us do this as a thing where you're literally just like stretch mm. and measure like how far you can reach? <laughs> It was, yeah, gym, well, gym class was Which they didn't, like, fun. prepare you for that. You no. were doing, like, flexible or, like, No, you weren't stretching yoga, before. Stretching. They were like, let's just see how far, like, <laughs> you can stretch. And oh. if you fail, you are obese yeah. and you need to eat healthier. Okay, and then, let's see. Are there any interesting things you realized after, like, leaving? Or actually, I guess it's better to ask, like, when did you officially become a foreman and you know like what drove drove that yeah no that's I want to say trying to remember so it was after college um for context I'm 27 I think it was when I was 25 maybe either 24 or 25 um in that year was starting to like see stuff in the church that I didn't agree with um especially with the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. Um, just the church is inherently homophobic and does a lot of things and yeah. a lot of bad going on what? at BYU. No. <laughs> what? A Christian religion? No. Um, and yeah, BYU like has their whole honor code and like if you get caught kissing a boy or if two girls get caught kissing, like there's like disciplinary action, which I was like, I don't really agree with that. Yeah, you're like, um what? but even that I was like I can stay in the church and I can change things like I yeah. can change it from within and I can help. Um, but then I started doing more research about the history of the church and like things with Joseph Smith and Brigham yeah. Young. And like the church tells you a condensed version of history um, and they tell their narrative and they spin things really well, which is yeah. um, very uh, skillful, I guess. Like religious Fox a, a news. Nice word. Yeah. A religious Fox news. And, and the good thing they do or not good thing but the like thing they do well is really tell you that any anything else outside of what the church provides you is anti-mormon okay. and anti-mormon is like this like hot term where you're yeah. like you it's feel like bad just if like you're reading something it. yeah it's like they, they're just out to get us like just exactly like it's us. the yeah no it's satan satan yeah. and the devil is trying to like persuade you away so at first yeah. when you're trying to read these like historical documents or research people have done you feel bad and feel sort of the shame because you feel like you're going against god and um but there was there's a mormon uh podcast or foreman ex-mormon podcast that i started listening to um because the other thing the church does well is sort of convince you that people only, only want to leave the church to party or get money yeah. or get fame and do these things of the devil and not because of like normal just yeah. logic and yeah. research and so if that's your mindset you think people that leave the church are just like bad yeah and when i started listening to stories of 
other Mormons that had left and them being like normal families and people that like were still doing well and still like trying to provide good in the world and being kind. I was like, oh, there's there's more to this than just like people trying to like drink and smoke weed and (laughs) snort cocaine. Beers and yeah. play beer pong in your little tables. Um, isn't it a thing uh, in Mormonism, like, you can have more than one wife? Is that, a, is that allowed? So it used to be a thing, and oh, that's okay. part of the history that they try to, like, uh, water down is yeah. Joseph Smith had a bunch of wives. He had yeah. underage wives, which oh, they don't talk about. Yeah. And now they, like, kind of have to because of the internet, and so they yeah. try to, like, explain it away. Yeah. Um, but the u.s government pretty much like shut that down they're like you guys can't do polygamy anymore like that's not a thing and so the church like (laughs) received a revelation that like like, god said we have to stop and it's like revelation from god you're like (laughs) no i'm pretty sure the united states of america yeah it's like no you went to supreme court for it (laughs) and they said you can't do it anymore no oh that's funny um which is kind of like how all the revelations work, where it's just yeah, like, it's just like we something happens. That's how like the no anymore. alcohol, no tobacco, no coffee, tea thing happened, where it was like uh, Joseph Smith's wife was like cleaning up after him and all his yeah. like religious buddies, and there's just a bunch of like tobacco on the floor, and she's like, "You need to take care of this." And yeah. then he received a revelation that was we like, can't no more. chew tobacco anymore. <laughs> God is a woman. Yeah, God is a woman. Saying. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, because you were saying that everyone, not ev- not everyone, but like a lot of Mormons are addicted to soda because you can't yeah. drink. So yeah, just... there's like this misconception where, because they can't drink coffee or tea, so you would think it's the caffeine. Yeah. Because that's, you know, most popular drug yeah. in America. Um, but no, Mormons are heavily addicted to caffeine and they get it through Diet Coke and <laughs> Diet Dr. Pepper at their local soda shop in That's Utah. So funny. What is like? What is a soda shop? Is it just like, like not like a gas station, but like it's like, like a... it kind of looks like a small Starbucks, but like more colorful. Okay. And the names are funny to me. One is Soda Licious. <laughs> another is Swig. And it's There's literally thirst. just like so, like soda that you can buy at the store, or is it like they make yeah. their own like artisanal? They like... so they have like it's kind of like a coffee shop where you can okay. get any mix in you want. So my go to was a dirty diet coke with fresh lime, which means coconut, not um not like a dirty martini of like yeah. olives. Um, yeah, it was coconut and lime, which Wait, honestly they, hits really hard. Do <laughs> like they I miss it. Serve it like in a martini, like it's like a drink, kind of like a no. Martini, they're or mostly is it just like, like in a plastic cup. Yeah, okay. either plastic or styrofoam. I feel like styrofoam's big in Utah. Yeah, and they, but you're drinking like you're getting like a 32 ouncer yeah. or a 48 ouncer. Like straight. Well, I guess if you get the diet, it's not all the sugar, but it's a. Yeah. People are, very, are people like really like sugar addicted? Yeah, I feel like my taste buds have been just flawed now <laughs> because you get they also serve like cookies and snacks and so you're getting oh like God. a 32 ounce diet coke like with an a AA sugar meeting. cookie. Yeah. <laughs> I know they should start some sort of society to get oh people off yeah. of it. That's funny. Everyone just like so people like go on dates to like soda shop. Yeah, it sounds that is so like it sounds nineteen twenties. Yeah, they're like go to the soda parlor. <laughs> yeah, no, and that was another thing about dating in Utah is you have to be very creative because it's not like a let's go yeah. get coffee, let's go get a drink. Yeah, it's like 
let's go bowling let's go to mini golf so many activities let's go and some of them i'm like this will hit with the girls in new york like painting in the park was like my go-to first date and i feel like that hits better here than it did there one time i've only gone painting in the park once with a dude and he his painting was so bad that like i didn't (laughs) go out (laughs) but he like was like i'm gonna put this on my fridge my roommate's gonna be like really really impressed and i think you don't have the heart to tell him i put it on my instagram and i was like who's what do you think like what do you think this is like guess (laughs) i would never ask someone that's like already an artist or (laughs) has any inclination of painting to do that it was funny because it was like a guy who would like talk about he's like yeah i'm like reading this i'm really into like feminist literature or like Mm. all this where you're like i'm like that's my favorite new trope because i feel like they're popping up all over where it's like these like very performative yeah male feminists words and i i should have known because it was during covid where like the first date was it was the first time i ever had like a facetime date it's a first date because like mm. people weren't meeting yeah and this guy answers with like this book that he closes he's like oh <laughs> like wow didn't like didn't see you there like it's not a scheduled call <laughs> um doesn't hear the phone ringing. and it was the the book was like the second sex or something and it's like a like a 500 page book and he had like a million little sticky note tabs <laughs> and it's funny because i then i don't know why i thought it would be like a fun experiment and when i didn't know anyone i went to a feminist book club meeting from mm. meetup and i didn't even read the book but that was the book they had and like everyone was like yeah i just skimmed it or i only read like these 30 pages like they didn't even read like <laughs> you know like you're introducing your pronouns and all so this is like 2019 and like when I had gone to the feminist book club and I'm like, okay, he's reading this like cover to cover. And he was like, yeah, I just want to make sure I, I wrap this up by a certain time. Cause I've got like 20 pages left in this book and I want to finish it today. And <laughs> I was like, what are you like? Why are you? I'm like, it's weird that you're like this into this book or you're yeah. like this into making it look like you're into this book. Cause like actual people in the feminist book club didn't read the whole book. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, yeah. Oh God. Um, what was your parents reaction to like leaving the church is it like you're like coming out as a yeah you're like no i (laughs) yeah you're sweating you're like (laughs) coming out of the the religious closet no and it's interesting it's a funny thing to say like coming out but it really does hit like that and the only reason i can say that is because any of my gay ex-mormon friends feel sort of the same like they feel like they've had to do like come out twice yeah um and it's very similar feelings, very similar, like, yeah, you don't want to tell your parents because this is sort of the, like, bond. mindset and bond yeah. and frame of thinking that they've built for you in your world. Yeah. And you're crumbling that down. Um, my parents were, my mom, like, found out by accident and I, like, wasn't ready to talk about it. Yeah. Like, when I left, I wasn't telling anyone. Yeah. I, like, kept it to myself because I don't want people to, like, convince me she one way or the your, other. She like, coffee cup. It's like, she found... You're using... <laughs> she saw... Um, I don't know if you know about the Mormon uh, underwear. <laughs> Wait, what? Let's... Let me explain that for a sec. Oh, God. So, Mormons, uh, once you go through the temple, which is different than the church buildings. Okay. So, anyone in the world, you could go to a church right now. Okay. Like, on a Sunday, they have church service every week, Would like set normal. On, be set on fire, walking through the door. <laughs> like, I could, could try. Now, the temple, you have to, like, be a member, be baptized, and be worthy. So, you okay. have to, like, 
go to your bishop and do an interview and pass certain, not yeah. tests, but just like um, admit to like, you're not drinking coffee, you're not drinking yeah. tea, you're not drinking alcohol. <laughs> yeah. And like, you're keeping yourself sexually pure, all yeah. those things. Um, and then you can get a temple recommend and go to the temple. And um, as part of going through the temple, you get what's called the Mormon garment. I guess it's not Mormon garment. That would yeah. be, they would get mad if I, they're really trying to rebrand away re- from Mormon. <laughs> They've got like copywriters and they're like, all yeah. right guys, <laughs> yeah. let's, uh, let's see what we can call this. Cause for a long time people were like, this isn't a Christian church. And they're yeah. like, no, we are a Christian church. We believe in Christ and the yeah. Bible. But yeah, the garments are underwear that you like stop wearing boxers and panties yeah. and you put on these and Surprise, surprise, they're worse for women than men because men, it's like they look basically like boxers, but it's all white. It's like a bottom and a top. Yeah. And it just looks like an undershirt. And so didn't really change much of like my day to day. But like my mom, I remember her saying when she went through the temple that like she had to like throw out all her wardrobe because she's like, it doesn't work because you're not supposed to like show it yeah so it has to be covered up and you can't wear like a low neckline because it's there yeah you can't wear but like, it's not you have stuff to wear you have to wear all the time it's stuff just for the like no no the... it's all the time oh god yeah that's why it's hard um you're Jesus. supposed to wear it day and night that's what it they sounds say like, <laughs> it sounds like skims like the kardashians it, need and to, like, some of them look with... like skims <laughs> like sometimes it's just like a white skims <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so she saw that i wasn't wearing mine and she's yeah. like why aren't you wearing your garments? And yeah. I like, I think she had suspected a little bit just yeah. based on things. And like, I did not know how to answer that. Do and you, I like was not prepared to tell her. Why do I feel like Joseph Smith just wanted his wife to wear shapewear? <laughs> yeah. and was like, actually God wants you to suck it in. Yeah. So, um, it was we're... a corset originally <laughs> and <laughs> some, some shape up booty work. Uh, make the glutes look a little nice yeah he's like they're actually padded (laughs) in the back for women in the front for men yeah (laughs) that's actually really funny oh wait so she found out that and then like did you end up finally telling her did you yeah so i was like silent and then she just kept asking questions and that was like a really emotional night for both of us um because i I didn't tell her in the right way. Like I wasn't ready with like a script to like like, prepare her. It's like on the spot. Cause uh, you know, I love my mom and I like don't want to influence her in any way. And I didn't want her to like feel bad because a big part of it is, and this is like so Mormon coded is she felt like she had like failed as a mother. And that was like heartbreaking for me. Cause I'm like, you didn't. was never Mormon. Well, and I think so I sort of like, became... So she's like, he's like a lost cause. She was just like, you didn't fail me because I never made you. Like, I think she was like, he'll come back one day. And I think okay. she still maybe thinks that about both yeah. of us. Um, and that we have all of eternity to come yeah. back. But like for a while, I felt like I was sort of their golden boy because yeah. I followed the rules. Yeah. Minus the grinding freshman year. <laughs> and I it went like on still a... still <laughs> haunts you to this day. It You're does. Like... And then I went on a mission and I did all those things and like she just couldn't believe it. She couldn't believe you could go on a mission and like preach the word of God yeah. and like then give it up. Yeah. And so for her, she was like, I failed as a mother. I'm like, no, no, yeah. I still like want to be a good person and I still yeah. want to like do things. And she. Um, You're like, I just want to wear Calvin Klein. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to wear normal underwear. 
No, and then and she. Have jello shots on occasion. <laughs> my dad and I like never talked about it because that's our relationship. But yeah. um, I kind of like hear things he says through her. Yeah. Um, but he like was pretty open. He was more worried about like my mental health and things like yeah. that, and which is surprisingly like really they great. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're kicking you out of the house you don't live in. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they. Uh, they really like came around. I think there's a lot of like church documents now of like how to handle yeah. it when your child leaves the church and it's yeah. like, don't preach to them, like yeah. still love them and yeah. like don't shun them. <laughs> they do it like, <laughs> it's like those like things online. They're like, how to get your ex back. Yeah. And it's like, like, okay, this is what you house. do. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally it's like step by step. And so they, they came around and I know like yeah. they probably still just pray for me every day, which I don't mind, you know, yeah. if there is a God, like, yeah look out for me do you i wanted to ask about your experience because you were talking about how the first time you drank alcohol you were like 25 um yeah and i feel like that you have like a good good anecdote there yeah so Um, 25 let my frontal lobe develop so yeah shout out to the brains out there um like it's safe (laughs) it's safe now poisoning it um so i was at i i was working in salt lake after school um and my manager worked in new york and she was visiting us and came um out to utah to visit to see like the office out there blah 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 she takes us out to dinner in salt lake and salt lake like their alcohol laws have changed a bit but they're still like very mormon controlled and very okay weird in a lot of ways like you can't get a double shot all the shots are like poured with a little thing that measures it so they don't like pour a heavy shot things like that um but we go to dinner and both my manager and my coworker order wine and i like knew that they were going to be getting wine and i knew it was going to be you know paid by the company so i was like yeah maybe i want like maybe i want a glass maybe this is the time i try and i was like but i have to drive home and i you're like i think i'm I'm gonna get like a dui like i can't afford a dui at my age so i or at any age i guess but (laughs) but i uh i look up on i google search uh one glass of wine uh can you drive after and google was like no don't drive really (laughs) yeah google was like you shouldn't do that that's immoral oh my god which was the first article so who knows um but me, I don't understand alcohol. I don't understand how yeah. it like actually affects you. Like yeah. no insight on that. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to order anything. But that comes up to them where they're like, don't you want some? And I was like, yeah. oh, I don't know. I've never tried it, which is so embarrassing at yeah. 25 to tell your boss who's like 60 yeah. <laughs> that you've never they're tried like... wine. And she's like, oh, this is so cute. Like this, <laughs> like my little, my little guy. And they're like, do you want to try a sip of ours? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> And they <laughs> like shared the glass of wine. So they shared the glass and then they were like, What'd you think? Like, how yeah. do you feel? And like, it was a sip. And I was like, Didn't taste good. Like, yeah, you were like, I'm... My first introduction to it. Yeah. Do you still refrain from wine? No, I have, or... I've come, I've come around to <laughs> like wine. I've actually <laughs> done the sommelier. I lo- yeah, I'm a sommelier now. No, I love sweet wines, if you can imagine. Oh, like Moscato. <laughs> the sweet too. Yeah. yeah, I feel like a lot of ex Mormons love wine. I love um, very fruity drinks. Yeah. I feel like that was the intro to it. Do y'all go to one of the tiki chick a lot? Yeah, we <laughs> we had a tiki chick phase where we were loving tiki chick. Yeah, that's very funny. very fruity. Yeah, 
I actually think they're like stepping up the mocktail game in New York. Yes. I feel like yeah. that's a that's definitely a new trend, which yeah. for the ex-Mormons that don't want to drink is like yeah. music to their ears. I actually had like a de- usually they like taste pretty bad when they're trying to like imitate drinks, but I had like a fake Negroni and mm. it like was not bad. Interesting. Like, hmm. That's um, great for the the Mormons that live in New York too because Yeah, go to Little Ned. Um, it's a part of the net hotel in uh, gramercy um but yeah they saw they also my friend got a anata colada mm. which was i don't really know what it wasn't like a pina colada but um she said it was good so solid highly recommend are also a lot cheaper than the like 25 dollar cocktails <laughs> downtown yeah um i'll tell all my mormon friends to go yeah <laughs> bringing in business i'm gonna get commission <laughs> they struggle at the at their work happy hours yeah that I that even happens to me though, because like I I'm not a huge drinker, but like work happy hours are like usually the last place I want to be drinking. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like I know it's paid for by the company, but I'm like if I'm drinking, like I want it to either be on a date or like with friends. Like I'm like I really don't want to drink with you, Sharon. Like I know you can get home to your kids. And, right. Like, just, yeah. Sometimes like, it feels oh. sad. <laughs> like I we had a work happy hour this past week and it was like my new team and I went and so I was like oh like they had mocktails and I was looking at something to get and I was like oh like what is this coming because it was like a like a hot apple cider thing they're like oh it's in like Mm. this cute like glass with a cinnamon stick and I'm like okay I'll get it (laughs) and then they bring it out no cinnamon stick and it just looks like a a clear mug of like muddy water and I'm like everyone else has like their like normal <laughs> drinks and beers and i'm like i'm making a great first impression yeah. on this team like not fooling anyone. people are like what are you are you, are you people are like are you drinking placenta like what is that like, like gwyneth paltrow or? yeah literally <laughs> looked like bone broth or something um let's see so when did you actually move to new york i moved september of 2022 Okay. So it's been like almost a year and a half now. Wow. Yeah, big city boy now. I know. And then I wanted to also ask, I don't know if I brought this up the last time, because you, so like you do stuff with comedy, but you also, I feel like you have like a a top hat obsession (laughs) that like stretches back. Like how did that, like what is it and like how did it happen? Yeah, the top hat. Were you like the Monopoly man when you were Halloween (laughs) and then it just like grew or... Yeah, the top hat. Um, the top hat is a bit. I think maybe my longest bit running. Oh, to where people are, it just it's become like a part of you. It's now. like become my brand, and I and I don't fully under, understand don't it myself. <laughs> but um, it, it it feels like h- how I express myself. I yeah, don't know the top. <laughs> I like have no relation to any sort of like like i'm not a history buff that's obsessed yeah, with yeah not like, like a lincoln <laughs> the english yeah or the the lincolns of the world but yeah, yeah. have kept it running i have um maybe yeah how many like, top hats do you own normal ones i think i have like 10 and then like Jesus. classic ones because i had a yeah. top hat themed birthday party okay. last year in central park um and made everyone wear a top hat so i got a bunch of plastic ones so maybe like 20 Oh my god! Which also, is like, too I feel many. Like real top hats are expensive. Yeah, no, I got the cheap Amazon okay. ones. One day, okay. maybe. Yeah, because I oh god, I forget like what they're called. The like hat makers. It's like there's like mm, a name for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people don't really wear hats anymore. It's not like I think yeah. like once they developed sunscreen, they were like all the cool <laughs> hats were we're getting old. We're yeah, I don't know these. if I'll ever commit to it on like a normal day to day basis. Yeah. Only when 
usually bit or like bits associated or like yeah. at a party if i'm trying to announce something or do to a toast i'll put a top hat yeah. on um so you do comedy here and it's primarily like sketch comedy or how did that like how did that start or what did yeah mostly sketch and improv um right now like i've been taking like classes at ucb and asylum for improv and sketch um and doing just like you know they have like improv jams and things like that it's super fun i mean my dream job is to be a writer but it's you know that's a long shot in this city (laughs) i feel like i don't know if like everyone just like that's a writer even is like a nepo baby or like Mm. how that which i don't have like they're just like like, (laughs) but they're like really good like they're funny like i'm not saying people (laughs) with nepotism can't be like talented but you're like how do you well and you break in and they're also i feel like part of that talent is like they have a family that's coaching them Supporting, and like, yeah, like <laughs> people that them. can get support where i'm like looking up youtube videos how to write a screenplay yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <It's Khan laughs> academy. yeah yeah Khan academy um so because of is it from improv or like sketches that you have built like a wig collection because now you have you have like a lot of wigs yeah yeah for the listeners out there yeah. big costume closet guy over here um I have a lot of wigs. Sorry, I forgot to bring one. Um, I know. I t- I was like, bring your favorite wig, but that would probably be really hard. You're like, I'm running late. I couldn't decide. Yeah. For all the listeners, just imagine I'm wearing a long blonde wig. Okay. Um, probably frayed because I don't take very good care of them. Um, some of them like, I do. I've tried to get get better, but yeah, I've just accumulated a bunch of costumes and wigs. And I take up way too much space in my, like, small New York apartment for it. Um, I don't know. Like, if I ever got a serious girlfriend and she moved in or something, I don't know where her stuff would go. Because you have so many wigs. Because I have so much storage space, but all of it is filled to the brim. But, yeah, mostly (laughs) just using it for sketches and other, like, TikTok bits or things to add to it. And I always feel, like, so hard letting go of those yeah. like very hoarder you're the one <laughs> i'm a closet just give hoarder. up give up the one way you're like i can't put this but like what if i might need it for this no like, it's why do you need this i have a i have a wig um for a clown occasion. wig from when i was like 12 and i'm like i might need this one day like How what if i do even, a clown like, sketch retained that i don't i think i like rated I feel like it stems, that's a parent thing. It's yeah. Like they like mommy kept, issues. Like, like she kept all my stuff <laughs> in a bin and I was like, yep, snatch that. Like so I need to take this to New York. This I might is... one day have this very specific uh, sketch to film. Improv, is that something? So have you gone like through like different levels of classes or is it like? Yeah, I started doing improv in Utah. Okay. Um, the improv scene, as you could maybe imagine, isn't as good oh, out yes. there. I, improv is like That's inherently so already so cringy, yeah. but in Utah, it's like a different level. I think like the most embarrassing thing was when I did an improv class here. Um, the recital like coincided with recital <laughs> they literally had a re- they had like a final like i love calling a recital not a show i don't know i'm <laughs> like I grew up doing dance <laughs> i grew up doing dance i'm like recital but we had like a final show and it coincided with like my long distance boyfriend coming to stay with me it's so, like mm. literally up until the day of i was being like i don't know if you can go like <laughs> yeah. i don't know if i'm like prepared for you to like experience this yeah. um and i ended up caving and he came but then like I kid you not, they, like, because they asked the audience for, like, a word, mm-hmm. and it w- they, we did, went out in, like, groups of, like, two or four, 
and I get out there and the word that some <laughs> bitch in the front yelled out that they took was diarrhea. Ugh. And I just was like, are you kidding me? Like, no. are you? And then like another word was something and like, I'm a like kind of a germaphobe or like, I don't want someone. I think it was also like right before I went on like Accutane. Mm. And so like, I was always like, keep my like face clean, all that kind of stuff. And there was something where like, the girl I was with heard the word and the first thing she does is like just grabs my face and I'm like mm. on there having to keep going but like I remember after my ex was like I knew that that moment just like <laughs> killed, <laughs> killed you. you and I was just like I've never I was like I'm never doing improv again no it was fun but then COVID hit and they were like we're not doing this anymore people were trying to do like improv online and that is that's, like a different level scary. like zoom improv no, zoom no. Imp- <laughs> how do you like I don't know. And then it like buffers and it's like, what? Yeah. Improv like, is. Yes. A- and <laughs> I feel like improv is like such a thing that so many comedians and celebrities that you know and love yeah. have done, but they yeah. don't talk about it. No, they're like, <laughs> like we don't. It's like, unless you're like on SNL or they're on a more likely show. to talk about like, Oh yeah, I was addicted to heroin. than they were like, I took an improv class yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. Like Donald Glover and Aubrey Plaza went through UCB, but you're not like hearing yeah. them talk about it. Yeah. They just put their pictures up at the UCB. Shows. They're <laughs> like, Oh, the girls from broad city. Oh yeah. UCB is like, talking about it. <laughs> yeah. They have like everyone on there and you're like, what? <laughs> and they're like, this is never going to be you though, but keep paying. Us. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, you can dream, but, um, keep dreaming. Uh, yeah, I think Aubrey Plaza was, um, God, what was it? They have like, the page program mm-hmm. at NBC yeah. or something, or she got like fired or something. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like she's a meddler. I can't tell if that's like her actual, like, if that's just who she is. Like if the yeah. character she is on Parks and Rec is like kind of just her. It's confusing to me, especially with comedians of that have like a certain personality that yeah. like like a nathan fielder where it's like is this just their personality I, heightened or i think like, he's definitely like mildly autistic oh um, i do too i think that's one like where he just, and then like, he just like <laughs> leans into it he could tell people laugh at him and he's yeah. like let's monetize this yeah yeah but now he's in like a real a real show that like blew up i've been wanting to watch yeah. it the curse yeah Oh, Nathan, you just got to go to a really good business school in Canada and get <laughs> yeah. top grades. I didn't like the rehearsal, though. I wasn't There was a lot fan. of mixed opinions on it. I like Nathan for you, but my friend did go as Nathan Fielder in the rehearsal for Halloween. You got to put more effort into Halloween. Oh, I, feel I like, love Halloween. I feel like in college, I'd be like, okay, Halloween is like four days, five mm. days, and you have like a different costume. And then it's like now I'm, it's always like the day before. And I'm like, what can I do with just stuff that I have? I get so anxious about Halloween. It's like such a big time because I love, you know, dressing up and doing bits yeah, it's year round. And yeah. then Halloween is like everyone's dressed up. So I'm yeah. like, I have to be Does everyone better come than to that. The, the closet and they're like. Yeah, that's another big thing about the costume closet. Yeah. Honestly, that it serves more for is like people borrowing stuff. Yeah. Which <laughs> happy happy to be <laughs> sustainable. For, like functions on theme. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to think about Oh yeah. What have your dating experiences in New York been like? Have you had any like really bad days or like anything like I think um New York dating's been really interesting and it's been really fun is maybe the word I'll use. Yeah. Uh, uh, just because Utah dating, even as an ex-Mormon, like... It's still very serious. It's serious. Well, yes, but also um, 
everyone kind of has the same background, which is oh, yeah. not fun. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone's like literally, oh, where did you grow up? What did you do? What yeah. Did you like? And like being ex-Mormon, dating another ex-Mormon, like that's kind of yeah. what you talk about where it's like, all right, we have this yeah. common background versus like New York. There's so many different people right. and women from different cultures and different backgrounds or different parts of the country um so it's fascinating even when you go out with someone that's like oh okay maybe we're not romantically compatible but right uh definitely would want to be friends with this person because they're so interesting i don't think i've had any bad dates out here i'm trying to think of like a horror story i feel like dating bad stories are just more common for women mm-hmm. <laughs> i feel like most men that are like yeah i had this awful date They're and like, it's just like them like shitting on a, yeah it's like <laughs> shitting on a woman and like, and like for the wrong she reasons was definitely bigger than her pictures had her yeah and she was five pounds bigger than i expected like yeah bro, what and she like wasn't <laughs> she, like she didn't have the dog filter in real life <laughs> Snapchat. she like, kept chatting about like her work or something i don't know. I didn't even ask <laughs> But yeah, no, most women have been really cool out here. I feel like, um, I don't know if you feel this, like, with, like, some people, it's just, like, so hard to break the ice with. And, like, even if, and sometimes the ice breaks when you both know, like, oh, we're not, like, this isn't going to be anything else. And so we can just, like, chill and talk. Yeah. Which is fun. Okay. If you know, but, like, I feel like there's always this sort of tension. Yeah. Um, Not always, but, like, with some people where you're just, like, they're like, oh, I have to like perform, yeah, and things, and like, yeah, I don't know. People Those are the really only anxious. things. That, yeah, I feel that. I had that. I think when like, I think when I went on the date with a guy that like I friends though, and then it was like the second <laughs> date. I was just like, I was like, oh, and then uh, afterwards when I was like, hey, I just like don't think this is that, and he was like, oh no, that's totally fine. I didn't <laughs> think you were into me anyways, and I was just like, okay, phew, like I can. It's like now we can have like we can have yeah, now we can chat. Do you feel like you're good at, like, being yourself on a first date? Uh, or do you feel I like you perform? I don't know. I feel like it depends on, like, what the date is or how it's like. Because mm. I've definitely been on dates where, like, like, I think it was 2021. I went out with a guy who was, like, 34, 35. And he was just, like, also, like, kind of, like, he was, like, very rich. But he was, like, very boring. And, like, it was, like, I had to enter. Like, I had to. I was, like, do you have any more stories? Or, like, what are you and your friends? Like, I felt like I was literally. I mean, I went on nice dates. So, like, I was kind of, like, compensated for my time. But I felt like I was yeah. literally, like. I don't know if it's, like. When people joke about, like, like sugar dating and stuff like that. Like, minus physical stuff. I felt like I was, like, oh, am I just being paid to, like, have lunch with, like, someone lonely. Or, like, have mm. dinner with someone. Just, like, keep them company. <laughs> um which is literally what it felt like because oh. I, I went on five dates with this man to like really nice places and at no point did he try to kiss me and after the end of every date he would literally get me a car home and i was just like I, and then i finally asked him, i was like do Am you I like your ha- sugar baby no but i was like do you have a girlfriend like do you like lit you know i'm like is there someone that like lives in your nice apartment you know yeah. i was kind of like why do i go home at like 10 p.m and <laughs> on like a saturday night after like nice dates and yeah. like like why are we going like, I remember the first date was at this restaurant, and I, like, Googled it, and I was like, oh, my God, Beyonce and Jason, you go here. <laughs> and, like, this is where, like, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner had their engagement party. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, But then I, it was, like, the weirdest thing ever. Huh. But, um, I think- but, yeah, no. Usually it's fine. If I think alcohol helps a lot for yeah. the, like, performative part. Totally. Or, like, breaking the ice. Like, chilling your nerves. Yeah. Something that what you said about this guy that didn't um, 
like make any moves after yeah. five dates something that i feel like i've carried from yeah. mormonism oh is like is, i'm yeah. like i don't know what date i'm supposed to like kiss a girl <laughs> that i'm interested in which is like so lame because i'm like i think it oh i think it differs for like everyone because i've been on some dates where it's like the first date uh i definitely like if i'm on like a sober date with someone i'm like it's really weird if they try to like kiss me at yeah. the end of it especially if it's like daytime <laughs> um I'd say there have been times where I've gone on like drink dates and it's like I've had like three drinks. So it's like the end of the night and it's like fun. I'm about to like get into a car to go home and they'll like like one guy like asked if he could not like, hey, hi, can I like uh, kiss you? Um, <laughs> leave my lips yeah. upon yours. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And then it's also awkward if like you go in for like a hug and then like mm. I've had that where a guy tried because I was like, oh, that was not. I didn't know that that was the the body language I was giving off. It certainly wasn't yeah. intentional. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. I think th- this dude, it was just weird. It was just weird. strange. Yeah, I don't think he was shy. I think he just was like, I, th- I think what it was is like he was seeing someone who like wasn't being committed to him. So he wanted to be like, well, I want to see other, I'm seeing other people too. But he like really wasn't like investing in that. He just was like, yeah. well, this girl's still on dating apps that I really like. So I'm going to be on dating apps and i feel like he thought like he was someone too that was like have you ever done like stand-up and i was just like are you mm. gonna and i remember one time too he asked me he's like you do art stuff he's like where should i do you have any recommendations for like galleries i need art for my apartment and i was like i was like where do you get your art and i was like um prints on etsy yeah. no i don't go to like <laughs> galleries in new york yeah have? like sorry sir i'm not we're not from the same <laughs> tax bracket yeah like what um, but I was like, if you want me to paint you something and you want to pay for it like we are, <laughs> let me know. Um, yeah, it's it's wild dating in New York. Yeah, I feel like the situationships thing is really uh, a trend out here. Oh, the like, but is it a situationship? Do you mean like where people like, you're like kind of like dating for three months and they're like, whoa, I never thought I wanted a relationship. Yeah, I like that or just the like not um because i think i feel like also like polyamorous people and like There's open so relationships that's one thing <laughs> which like it like i'm i like don't think i could do that but like uh, respect to that that they're like at least there's communication there yeah the situationship thing i feel is like someone trying to do that but like doing this sort of thing of like yeah. uh i can like date other girls but yeah we're not like gonna talk about it and yeah. then like people are feeling like hurt by it maybe yeah i don't know i've never been in one but i've seen some of my yeah. like female friends that They're, get so sad yeah it's it's wild i feel like with dating apps i always run into like it's always like the guys where they'll like get out of a long-term relationship and they're like well i guess i need to go see what's out there and they're like <laughs> no i'm totally ready to like you know, date. And I'm like, you dated someone for three years yeah. like, that ended two months ago. And I'm like, Oof. I'm really not here to be a detour before y'all get back together <laughs> and walk down the aisle. Um, but yeah, cause everyone automatically, they get, they have like a breakup and they're like, better get on hinge. <laughs> um, yeah, it's wild. Do you, are you just on hinge or are you on any of the other the other apps so right now i'm taking a taking a breather but i was yeah, on I hinge used. and tinder and for a brief month raya 
for a brief <laughs> was it like <laughs> for a brief twenty dollars out of my yeah wallet. i was gonna say were you like i don't want to pay for because also like i hear that like people don't actually like go on like dates or it's just people being like i didn't um, go on a single date from that follow me on like instagram or like i do this through i like yeah and it yeah. was like everyone that i'd seen on, on hinge, hinge. Yeah. so i was like well i was yeah. just here to see what celebs were here and, yeah. and there aren't like, and no. it's okay and i'm not i can't afford twenty dollars yeah. to you know not to like Go literally do nothing, also feels yeah. weird to like pay money to like yeah get arranged i don't know yeah. that the, the whole like subscription stuff on dating apps is wild to me well because they're also like not really designed to work because they want you to like keep, keep paying there was a and i like really want to develop <laughs> some sort of bit or like stand up around this but there was a lifetime subscription for bumble and i was like how either I, desperate or sad do you have to be did to you buy, buy it? it no 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 okay but sure. i saw <laughs> that like i just think some of these subscriptions you're like lifetime you're like how many are you prepared to like be on it like because there's one of two reasons why you'd buy that one either you're already spending so much money that it's just cheaper to buy the like you bought the like monthly (laughs) subscription you're like oh i already spent the lifetime might as well get it or two you're just like me i might never meet anyone or this is like the only way to help my chances i also just feel like i don't either that or they're like the the happily partnered Mm. ethically non-monogamous um yeah that's why lifetime that actually makes me want to I don't know if they still have it. I haven't been on Bumble in a while, but I remember seeing that. And it was like $200. And I was just like, no, there's no human out there that's like so lonesome that they can't find someone from the normal swiping. Wait, how? it's the wait, best fees. What is this? <laughs> ah, premium. Let's see what it. Like, how are they at Bumble HQ pitching these oh, like <laughs> monetization tactics that's wild i know i feel like bumble's never worked for me i never yeah use it. actually that was where that's where i met the one dude who was older but i did have a good conversation this is actually funny this guy was uh he's an anesthesiologist and so like bumble they make you match for or mm. they make you talk first and i was like oh I, right i said i am also good at putting people to sleep and he said what's your preferred agent and I said I was gonna say secret for the pun, but that makes it look makes it sound like I drug people. So let's go with conversation. <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah, drugging people is my thing. All within the limits of law, of course. If you wanted to put me to sleep, what topic that you're well versed in would you choose?" And then I like I didn't respond, but I just was like, "What is like?" Ooh. Oh, that's a hard. Th- I feel like it's rough out here. I get so much like joy from like stupid dating app conversations that mm-hmm. like I feel like. If I actually like started dating someone, then I would be like, "Oh, but I can't have like <laughs> the memes anymore." I'm like, yeah, oh. just like scrolling through the library, like the content. Yeah, <laughs> there was one guy. I think like this week was like, "What are what are you doing? Do you have Friday night plans or something?" And I just said, "Yes, chef," because he's a chef, <laughs> and just so I could say like, yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, "What are your plans?" And I never responded. <laughs> oh. uh, I always hate that though when people are like okay you matched with me like three months ago and then it's the day of you're like what are you doing tonight i'm like mm, sorry no, like i think you're an, looking for a different subscription that's a service tender energy yeah uh, okay on the other apps. i'm trying to think of any is there any other question or topic do you have any fun um tiktoks in the work 
You do a lot of Taylor Swift TikToks. What is so? Are you like a big Taylor Swift I, fan, or I, is it like <laughs> op, you're trying to capitalize on the viral nature of? I think um, maybe neither. <laughs> so okay. I do like her music. Okay. Like I, um, she ends up on my top five Spotify, okay. which I'm trying to change. Like, okay, love you Taylor, but like I'm, I need to be more interesting. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Not that the Swifties aren't interesting, but like I'm not. Yeah. In that culture, so I feel like I'm yeah, like you're not in that appropriating it maybe. Okay. Um, but yeah, I like her music. I the first one I made was like. A Halloween costume yeah. and the girl I was dating at the time like big Swifty yeah and I thought I just like thought of the idea it was fun yeah. funny whatever sexy baby um and then which wasn't great I was think for not? my TikTok because I got only Swifty followers oh no you just have like a <laughs> yeah people that are like oh Taylor Swift yeah so then I made another one for Halloween this past year and I had this weird idea that I was like, I got to do it quick. Yeah. And it made no sense. Yeah. Um, but the Swifties loved it. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know if I want to like only have Swifty really fans, into, yeah. like love them, but like they're not going to like anything else I make. And my friend was like, no, just ride the high, ride the high, <laughs> ride the high. The Swifties love you. You're like, I have one trick. I'm going to do it <laughs> yeah. well. That's fun. Do you have a, are you already planning like your Halloween 2024 costume? Sometimes I start early because I do like, like Christmas in July. Yeah, I do like making um, costumes or like trying to put something together yeah. that's like creative, um, trying to learn to like sew and things like that. Okay. Um, which takes time. Yeah. And most years I wait too long. Like I'm yeah. like, oh, I have this grandiose idea and then I don't like yeah. it's like the last minute. Do you host the Halloween parties or do you like attend and like walk through and you're like excuse me so this is a this is a great question um hollow weekend i don't host anything because okay. i like want to be dressed up and want to like do like, yeah be out there you know yeah, be seen, <laughs> be seen. Okay. um but i do put on like a chili cook-off party okay. like mid-october okay and i make it not costumes because then do you know do people um make chili like is it like a competition yeah this last year was the first time i tried it in new york and okay. we had only three people make chili i put it on a thursday night which was a mistake oh, okay. i thought like it would get more people because i was like no one wants to go to this on a friday saturday yeah but then it turned out turns everyone. out no one can make chili all day on a thursday <laughs> that's, <laughs> like that's um, new. people aren't that's working from home on thursdays true. and yeah. so um we had three chilies and okay. um we scraped them clean. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> There's like, a how lot many more people, people <laughs> than chili supplements. Oh, man. But yeah, love Halloween. Favorite holiday. Great time of Is year. Is chili, like, a, a big thing in Utah? I think... I thought it was, like, a universal, okay, like... Okay, like, everyone uh, just loves chili. Chili thing. But I'm now finding out that it's a Mormon thing because oh. Mormons put on... It's fun that Mormons do Halloween because you would think that would be like a satanic yeah, holiday, would, yeah. but they lean into it. They have a I feel like a it's party. More like Catholics, they're like, Ooh. yeah, they have a party. They have a um, a party at the church. I think they try to make it like Halloween here, like yeah. bring your kids here and they'll be safe. Yeah. Um, and they do what's called trunk or treat, which I don't think <laughs> is strictly to Mormons. I think other churches do it, but you like. Okay park your car all the cars in the parking lot and you open the trunk and oh. you maybe decorate it with like halloween decorations That's cute. and you hand out candy but then they have a chili cook-off as part of the party and yeah. i thought that was like 
Like everyone everyone in the U.S. <laughs> was going to chili cook-offs during the month of October and getting candy. That um, makes you think of when I had a, a roommate in Spain and he was like, oh, like American food. Like it's like, he's like, oh, it's like Tommy Mel's. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then he took me and it was like this like 1950s diner that was like the American. Like, like chili burger or and something I, like that. And I was like, you think this is what all restaurants are in America? Like we're in the 50s. Yeah. Like, no. Milkshakes. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me.